Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 96. Greetings everyone. I hope you are doing well as we move towards the end of January and it's as if we've never had a new year and that we never had a December either. Now I want to hit what's left of this January hard because I don't want us to lose momentum and to sort of slip into an acceptance that it's okay for time to just pass us by without us playing a key role in that time. So this week, I want to follow up on episode 91 and to say a little bit more about the Kwanzaa principle of Ujamaa, which is the practice of cooperative economics. So it's important to say that part of being able to practice cooperative economics is about getting your own economics right because you are less likely to be in a position to help someone economically if you can't help yourself or if you need that help yourself. But there's an important point to make here and it's that when you are reviewing your finances as I spoke about in episode 92 of the podcast, you need to be sure that you are starting in the right place so that you have a realistic picture of what you are working towards for the rest of the year. When you are first starting out with your side hustle, you need to have an awareness of your money in general, but also how much money you need to make in your side hustle and what you need to make that money for. What I call your financial freedom figure. One of the key messages from the principles of living your best life in Africa is the importance of your best life plan. And best life planning focuses on making that new money so that you can start buying yourself out of your day job little by little so you can spend that time living your best life. But one of the key things that you have to know in order to reach that point is how much it will cost you to live that best life. How much do you need to raise to cover all of your bases? And this is the real place where you need to start when you're completing a best life planning review or a side hustle review of your finances. If your best life plan is to live in an African country of your choice or a hot black country of your choice, then you have to cost what that life looks like for you to be happy. You have to cost all the elements of that life so that when you are coaching on that beach or on that veranda, you are doing so happily knowing that you've got your financial basis covered. And the first place you need to start in covering those bases is to know what it will cost to replace the income from your job 
as a starting point. And that means that you have to cost the expenses and the overheads that you may need to carry with you into that best life, as well as the financial costs or the financial responsibilities that will follow you into that best life. Now, of course, if you decide that you just want to cotch in the West, then you just have to focus on the financial commitments that you have in the West. And then you save your money and you travel as many times as you want because you will have got to the stage where you are no longer tied to a day job. So in this episode, we're going to focus on how you assess your financial commitments that you have in the West so that you know how much your side hustle needs to make to cover those commitments. So let's look at this figure in more detail. I'm going to go through an imaginary financial review for a fictitious person called Edith. And I'm only going to include financial responsibilities that can't be cancelled. Edith is in her 40s and has grown-up children who live independently. Now, I'm not going to include costs that Edith can control, which are costs like mobile phone payments, which are not included because you can actually buy out your contract or if you're out of contract, you can move to a SIM-only deal that can be cancelled at your leisure. I'm also not going to include things like gym memberships or TV subscriptions because they can be cancelled at any time. This financial assessment is only about debts and financial responsibilities that can't be cancelled or are needed for side hustle success. So Edith has the following financial responsibilities. There's a mortgage payment of £800 a month. Gas and electricity are paid monthly at £210 a month. Council tax is paid monthly at £160 a month. Water rates are paid monthly and cost £80 a month. There is a loan repayment of £60 per month. There's a monthly subscription for Microsoft, which costs £10 a month and is needed for Edith's side hustle. There are software subscriptions which Edith wants to use for her business and they cost her £57 a month. That adds up to financial responsibilities so far, which total £1,377 per month. Edith then has travel costs for work, which come to about £100 per month. Then there's food, which is an average of £200 a month. And Edith says she spends another £100 to £150 a month on miscellaneous costs. So let's put that at the highest figure of £150 per month. That takes us to financial responsibilities of £1,827 per calendar month. Edith meets those responsibilities with a salary of £28,000 from her job which after tax, national insurance and pension contributions leaves Edith with a net income from her salary of £1,819 per calendar month. 
And as you can see, with financial responsibilities of £1,827 per month and a net income of £1,819 per month, Edith has a shortfall here. So Edith also has a second agency job as a bank support worker working what's called waking nights at a hostel. And Edith works two shifts per month for which she's paid £100 per shift. And that earns Edith an extra £200 per month. So Edith's total monthly income is £2,091 per calendar month, from which Edith has financial responsibilities of £1,827 per month or £21,924 per year. OK, we're not so much looking at Edith's income here, which is where we would usually start. Instead, I want you to look at the yearly amount Edith needs to raise from her side hustle to cover all her financial responsibilities. That figure is £21,924 per year. Now, we need to increase this figure by at least 20% to cover corporation tax, which is the tax all businesses have to pay on profits. And although we don't know whether Edith will make any profit in her first year, she might just smash it and earn every penny of that £21,924. And so it's always good to include that 20% so you have an accurate figure of the most money you will ever have to raise from your side hustle to cover your financial responsibilities. Because remember, those financial responsibilities are costs that Edith cannot get rid of. So when you add the 20%, this brings the overall figure that Edith needs to raise to £26,309. And that's made up of the £21,924, which makes up Edith's financial responsibilities, plus a potential tax cost of £4,385. And that brings the total to £26,309. Now, looking at that figure, it seems like a huge amount. And so what we have to do is to make the task manageable for our brains, our fears and our emotions. Because if we don't do that, we will forever think that it is impossible to ever make this much money per year. So here's how we make this figure manageable. First, we break the figure down into monthly, weekly and daily amounts. The benefit of doing this is that you can then measure these figures against what your side hustle is actually making. So £26,309 per year translates into £2,193 per month and that translates into £506 per week. And I'm rounding these figures up to make it easier for you to follow. So that £506 per week then translates into £72 per day. 
So that's £72 that Edith's side hustle needs to earn every day. Now, straight away, when you visualise a figure of £72 per day, the overall figure your side hustle needs to make doesn't seem so overwhelming. And of course, you would need to continue to adjust these figures up and down as your financial responsibilities increase or decrease. But for now, we have a daily figure of £72 per day, which Edith needs to raise from her side hustle for her to meet all of her financial responsibilities. And for me, this gives Edith a clear picture of what her side hustle needs to do in sales to cover those financial responsibilities. Now, of course, it's going to take time for your sales to get up to £72 per day. And this is why it's so important that you review your financial progress and that you review it regularly. And that regularity could be every day or every week or every month, but definitely every quarter, which is every three months. You need to do this review so you can see how close you're getting to that £72 per day, which is the figure you need to be hitting to be totally financially free of your job or to at least kick the day job. And if you're Edith, then to just keep working two monthly shifts, which bring you £200 a month for only working two days per month. Okay, so I hope you're still following me. So Edith has decided to set up a soap making side hustle. Soaps are her passion ever since she developed allergies to shop-bought soap. And now she loves it. This is one of the main side hustles that Edith wants to pursue. Edith has been selling her soap to friends and family. And she also got the opportunity to sell at a local black market event. She's been selling for three months And in the last three months, she logged the following financial information. Edith logged that she spent £65 on her soap making equipment, buying some kitchen scales, some protective goggles, an infrared thermometer, some plastic jugs, a pair of protective gloves, a silicon spatula and two soap moulds. And all of that cost her £65. Then in the last three months, Edith made some batches of soap with five different varieties in each batch. And to do that, she bought the following ingredients. She bought some olive oil, costing £4.50. She bought some Ghanaian cocoa butter, costing her £15. She bought coconut oil at £9. Sodium hydroxide, which is caustic soda and it's used to turn fats and oils into solids to go into the soap and Edith spent £6.50 here and then she bought some essential oils which have been her most expensive purchase at £25 because Edith is making five different varieties of soap and wanted different oils for each batch but she'll get to use these oils and some of these ingredients again and so she won't have to buy them next time but for now Altogether, Edith spent another £60 on her soap making ingredients, which brings her total to £125 of side hustle expenses over the three month period that we're tracking. 
Edith also had to spend money on the stall, which cost her £10. So the total business expense for Edith over the three-month period was £135. OK, with me so far? We move on. Edith made 75 bars of soap in her batch and she sold her soaps for £3.50 each with an offer of three soaps for £10. Over the three-month period, Edith sold 220 bars of soap and she made £750. Edith said she spent a total of 10 days to make this money. That's in the buying of the ingredients and the equipment, the making of the soap and the selling. So Edith has totaled that to 10 days. So what do we do with this figure? That's the £750 and the 10 days. What do we do with that? What we then have to do is transform this figure into an understanding of how much we needed to make over the three-month period to cover our living costs, which you will remember as £72 per day. So once we take away Edith's business costs of £135, Edith's profits from the soaps she sold over the three-month period is £635. Now, straight away, because we know that Edith needs to make £72 per day from her side hustle, we can see that Edith made almost nine days of living costs. And we've arrived at that figure by dividing the 72 into the 635. And that gives us eight point something days, which is why I'm saying that Edith has earned almost nine days of her living costs. And straight away, Edith can see the potential in her side hustle. Edith now needs to take these figures and put them into her overall financial yearly plan so she can see how far away she is from her overall yearly financial plan. So the three-month period where Edith sold soap, this was made up of 91 days. And at £72 per day, Edith needed to earn £6,552 to fully cover her financial responsibilities. Edith made £635 for her three months work, which translates into just under nine days worth of side hustle living costs. Remember though, that £635 is new money that Edith will bank because Edith is still working full time. And that £635 might seem low, but this is actually a great start because Edith now knows that her side hustle currently buys her about nine days out of her plantation job if she were to replicate those sales every three months. And so now what Edith is looking to do is to increase this amount until she's earning enough to buy herself completely out of her job. Edith now knows that if she can sustain her sales of £635, then what she needs to do is to begin to increase her sales steadily 
by looking for other places to sell her soaps. And she can sell them on Etsy or by doing other craft shows and festivals and also by creating her own mail order website and then finding an angle she can use to regularly connect with her customers so she can drive customers to her points of sale. And Edith knows that if she does that, if she constantly and consistently drives customers to her website, to her Etsy site, or they come and see her at the market, and in all the other ways that Edith is letting people know that she sells soap, Edith knows that she can aim for more days where she can make £72 a day. And she now has a formula that she can use to measure how near she is to that figure. And that's the balancing act that you're working with for your own side hustles. Once you know the total amount of money you need to make, what I call your financial freedom figure, once you know the total amount of money you need to make to cover your financial responsibilities, and you've then stripped that figure back so you know how much you need to make in a month or a week or a day, you then have a much better understanding of how close you are to getting to that figure. And you therefore know how close you are to being able to buy yourself out of your job. That buying process, as I've said before, might start with a reduction in your hours, maybe going from full time to four days a week and then to part time. But the point is that you're reducing your hours as your income in your side hustle begins to increase. What you're aiming for is to have more time working on your side hustle so that you can grow your side hustle. And the more time you have to focus on reaching your daily financial target, the sooner you will be able to buy yourself out of your day job and do your passion full time. And so the point that I'm trying to make here is that it's the wrong place to start when you say to yourself that unless my side hustle is making X amount per year, it's not worth it. That's not your starting point. Your starting point is knowing how much you need to meet your financial responsibilities and any current family and lifestyle obligations that you have. What I call your financial freedom figure. I've now given you that formula for working those figures out. And once you have your figure, you need to keep your figure uppermost in your mind and work your side hustle sales so that on one side, you're raising your profits and getting closer to your freedom goals and on the other side, you're lowering your dependency on the job. For some, that might take a year, two years, five years or even ten years before you get there. But at least you know that you are working a plan and the figure that you have is giving you a realistic reason for chasing a particular sales figure in your side hustle rather than just plucking a figure out of thin air. And whilst it might seem like a long time before you get financially free, 
because five years might seem like a long time to some people, never mind ten. I say that working towards freedom is better than doing no work at all and just expecting things to change. Or alternatively, waiting until you retire to then grapple with another form of financial stress. No, working to get free gives you the opportunity to gradually buy back your time on your own terms. And when you see yourself doing this, that will inspire you to do more. So to help you, I do have a very simple handout that you can download that comes with this episode. And what you will get is a sheet that will enable you to put your own figures in so that you can come up with your own financial freedom figure because that's the figure you need to know about. Of all the financial figures that are going around in your head, that is the one that is most important to you. It was Madam C.J. Walker who said, I had to make my own living and my own opportunity, but I made it. Don't sit down and wait for the opportunities to come. Get up and make them. I hope this week's episode lights that spark in you for you to give your passion a chance. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher. And for this week, I'm out. Thank you.